When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Patrick Davis and the Sports Complex, weekday afternoons on The Horn. Hour two here on the Sports Complex on a Tuesday afternoon. Going to get into some NFL talk. Maybe a little baseball. We'll get definitely get into the Tommy DeVito story. It is, is big news. Also, Massive a, groundbreaking <laughs> news. Also, another player who's been rumored in the transfer portal has entered the transfer portal. We'll talk about that. He's not a Texas player. What Don't worry. Tease. But we'll, we'll tell you about that when we come up in hour two. Text line is open as well. 512-447-3776. 512-447-3776. Our big fat poll of the day today. We're asking who will be the X Factor. The X Factor for Texas or for Washington in the Sugar Bowl. Let us know who the X Factor is going to be for you. Who do you think is going to be the one that maybe has their best game of the season or maybe comes out and is unexpected, not the game plan, but is going to come out and be huge for Texas or for Washington? Who do you think you got? Uh, Go into that. We talked about that in hour one, so uh, you can go back and check out the podcast when we get that posted. But uh, let's let's get back to the text line real quick because I told Chief Engineer we would get to him. Uh. We do have, uh, uh, yes, what's the holiday schedule? Uh, we will be, we're here all this week. Uh, then I'll be back on Thursday and Friday of next week. We'll be taking off a few days there. And then the following week, we're back on Tuesday. So we'll do a pregame on Monday. Uh, we won't have the regular shows on New Year's Day, but we will do a pregame show uh, on Monday. I don't know the time specifically for what we'll be doing on New Year's Day. But we'll do a pregame show there. Uh, it should be myself and Aaron and Rod, and we're going to try and get everybody together and do that one. Uh, and then on Tuesday, we're deciding right now, either I will be on the morning show with them or I'll be doing my own show, but I will be on either. We'll, but I will be back on the air on Tuesday as well. I don't know. And if we do, and if I'm on the morning show with them, we'll probably cut some stuff up and put it into uh, and just put some uh, some of the clips from the morning show into the afternoon show, uh, so I'm not up here all day, hungover. You don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. You're not not not, not the day after New Year's Day when Texas is going to advance. I'm going to be celebrating. You don't care about the people enough to do that. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't at all. No, no, I care about more. Y'all hear that? I care more about my liver and my sanity. Oh man, y'all hear that? Uh, That's how much listen, he cares about you. Listen, listen. If I'm waking up at 4:30 in the morning. I care about these people. I'm just saying, given the same circumstances, I'm not sure I would either, but I'm, I'm not the one on trial here. So, um. uh, But yeah, that's what we'll be doing uh, during the holidays, and then we're back to regular schedule in uh, 2024. Uh, but yeah, so basically next week will be the only days we're going to take off. Uh, us and the morning show are going to be taking off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, as far as I know, uh, to kind of give us a little bit more time to take a little time off during the holidays because we're not going to take basically any time off on New Year's to uh to make sure that we're uh we're here to talk about the games because uh that's <laughs> that's what we're excited for and i know you know us we're none of us are going to want to sit still and not talk about them either yeah no it would it would eat us up uh also uh we have uh your chief engineer is the expected the offensive line 
Uh, what's the over on the big boys eating too, way too much and being sluggish from all the holiday food? It's not the NFL. No money penalty. Uh, no money penalty for missing way. And I think those guys understand the value. And look, they'll go have the the holiday dinner. And believe me, those guys can eat and they'll have a good time. And then they'll come back. And uh, you know, you have a week to get back into feeling good about it. Uh, I think they'll be doing just fine. Yeah, no, I think they're going to be ready to go. I don't think motivation is going to be an issue. Yeah, I think they're going to be ready to go. Uh, and uh, good luck in the uh, gender reveal party. Good luck on the gender reveal party. It'll Hope be it good. goes your way. Hope it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've also got a uh, texter says, if, if the run game goes well, we can't be stopped. Uh, the X-Factors will be the running back if the run game goes off there. But I say Keelan Robinson. I think Keelan Robinson used out of that backfield because I expect C.J. Baxter. I need him to have a good game. You want Jaden Blue to be able to come in in this game. But I think Keelan Robinson, knowing what the game was last year in the Alamo Bowl and how he wasn't as effective, he knows his kind of his last raw would like to make a difference in the uh, in the special teams game. I and then see we've seen Sark has been able to use him in that red zone uh, and just outside of it with some really good plays, getting him out in the backfield and basically misdirecting everybody and getting him wide open and where he can go out and get, you know, either get in the end zone or get real close to it. He's done that pretty well in the last few weeks. So he's uh, in the running game and kind of an X factor where I expect CJ Baxter to go out there and, and try and you know, go Handle as hard his as he business. Can. Do your he's going to go as well. And, and, and you have Jaden Blue as well trying to go on the outside. And then, I mean, we can put Savion Red. If you think Savion Red's another guy who could definitely be an X factor with another a month of getting ready for this game and pr- trying to put some packages together just to throw them off of what they're doing when you get in the red zone, uh, that could be an option. Yeah, that's the last thing you want to see is those red zone issues come back. So exactly. gotta be gotta stay creative. Gotta uh, stay creative. Bebo Angel says this is a, the Texans Longhurst first annual college football playoff appearance. Oh, boo. <laughs> boo. Let's celebrate. I like that one. That's I, hilarious, bro. I, I don't like, like it. I like that's... that. Well, this is the this is the first annual uh group of four college football playoff because there's only there's only this is the last time we're having four teams. No, it's not the first annual. They've been doing this for no, no, but for Texas. Oh, okay, for gotcha. Texas. Yeah, yeah. So the first annual for Texas, Texas. four team playoffs. Yes. Got it. Yes, we're nailing that one. We'll never be another one. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, will get there. Uh, we'll get back to the text line in just a minute. Uh, but I do want to talk a little NFL. Uh, we did get to see the game last night with the Eagles and the Seahawks. Yeah, we did. Seahawks basically run the ball. They do, first of all, they do. Pete Carroll does a college football move. Before the game, saying that he's going to activate Geno Smith and then has Geno go out, but doesn't say who he's going to name as a starter, and then brings out Drew Locke. And I don't, that's it. It's a college football move because your backup's not supposed to be in college. You're like, well, is it the guy who knows how to throw or is it a true freshman? Right. And that's why you do that move is because you're like, look, they're going to come pass rush heavy if we bring him in. Drew Locke was a starting quarterback in the NFL before. He's not great, but Geno Smith wasn't great before he got there. Oh, were you paying close attention to this last night? For I was reason? paying close attention yeah, to this. You? But no, but it was just a weird move that he did. Uh, Pete Carroll also in that game, uh, they come down and Drew Locke gets sacked, but they don't, they don't spot it. They say he got the ball out. Then they can't get the playoff and have to call a timeout, in which case – they, then the Eagles, with plenty of time, review the play and get it fixed, and now they move back, and now they still have to burn the timeouts. Uh, Perfectly officiated. And that was it was a Pete Carroll moment where he messed up. He knows he messed up. Yeah. And then at the end of it, he goes, well, do I get the timeout back? I'm like, no, Pete. No, you don't get that timeout back. <laughs> uh, but in spite of all that, in spite of the fact that he continued to run the ball nonstop, even though it wasn't really working, and not throwing the ball to DK Metcalf, who was dominating with no Darius Slay out there, uh, for the Eagles. Oh, just DK? Just DK. Oh, well, okay. Who else, who else caught basically every pass thrown their way? 
Well, he uh, got two pass interferences and caught basically everything else. He led the team in receptions. Yes. And, and targets. Oh, no. Tyler Lockett had the most targets. Yeah, that's Sorry. the problem. That's the problem. Uh, <laughs> and he caught a third of them. <laughs> he caught a third of them. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. I, so I don't. I, I just thought it was it was a weird game plan that you had DK. Drew Block was your starter last week. Your starter again this week. You know that the defensive line for for the Eagles was going to stop the run better. You could just throw the ball. I get you didn't want to have any interceptions. I just did not think the game plan was that you could have done better because you were able to throw the ball at the end of the game. Uh, they are able to get down. They get the big play to Jackson Smith and Jigbo, which is a great play call. You got him in single coverage. That's why you draft a guy like that to go make that play. And props to Drew Locke for seeing it and just letting it rip. Yeah. Just trust And, and he said after yeah. the game, he basically said, if you're in single coverage, you're getting the ball. Let it rip. Yeah. yeah, he goes, he goes, you're going, I'm throwing it to you. If you're in single coverage, so when he looked over and saw him, it's like, cool, it's you. Dude, so many QBs would benefit from that lesson, like Justin Fields. When you get to the league yeah. and it's one-on-one, your guy can win that. Just yeah. throw it to That's him. That's why he's in the And now, not every guy, but... It, they have three that are at least two that can win it all the time. And Tyler right. Lockett's a good receiver, but DK Metcalf's going to go up and get it. And Jackson Smith and Jigba is a really good wide receiver. He's going to go Phenomenal. up and get it. He's a rookie. Yeah, exactly. A- <laughs> uh, but he's so you get that you get the big play. The Eagles then come back. They you know they still have enough time. They're able to get the ball out, get a quick play up the middle with Jalen Hurts running. They need thirteen to fourteen yards to get in field goal range to tie the game. And Jalen Hurts left. takes a shot that takes up most of the time mm-hmm. and throws an interception. What by the way. The footwork on that interception. Oh, it, well, it, the, well, it was well, funny. He gets, he gets deflected back in. He gets deflected back shin. in. Yeah, yeah, that is that is the football <laughs> god saying you shouldn't have thrown that pass, Jalen Hurts. Uh, yeah, it was just I, I, it was a mind-boggling decision to try and go for it there because you're still kicking a field goal from there. Oh yeah, because there's four seconds left. So even if that pass is completed, it's still a field goal. Yeah. So why would you not throw an out way shorter than that? And you have Jake Elliott. And then you could even take a shot downfield if you got that next pass. You get that pass in three seconds, four seconds. You maybe still be able to take a shot, or you get a field goal from a guy who's hit uh, what seven or eight, seven to eight from over fifty yards. Oh yeah, Jake Elliott's been a monster. So I don't. It just did not. Both guys messed up in that game. Just going down the stretch. Jalen Hurts is having that year. He came out afterwards, uh, and he seems like he is somewhat dejected. As someone who was a winner at Alabama and a winner at Oklahoma and a winner at, in Philadelphia, and now they're four and five in their last few games, or five and four in their last uh, five games. That's not the only thing. There's some pictures starting to hit the internet where Jalen Hurts might have an upset tummy during some of these football games when they wear white pants. Well, I mean, this one, this one was he was sick. Yeah, I know. It wasn't this game. I'm just saying. No. All of a sudden, these pictures are starting to hit timelines. It's a, things are not looking great for Jalen Hurts. No, right now. people he, are using the word Jalen squirts. I don't no, know. I know. Come yeah, on now. Uh, but no. But he he came out afterwards and he <laughs> said that people were not committed enough. And then when they asked him what he meant by that, he says, "I don't have a dictionary on me." Oh no. <laughs> and and you could see as soon as he said it, he must have saw everybody's face in the room and was like. Oh, I'm sorry, and then kind of went on. It's like it's not his character to do that, but he just seemed so dejected after that game that he knew he should have won it. Yeah, that you know Seattle did not outplay them in that game. They just weren't able to get anything done and continue to not make good plays. And and uh, it's just it's an interesting part for the Eagles now because the Eagles, you know, as, as dominant as they looked, there was a stretch where the Cowboys have had a stretch where they didn't look as good. The 49ers had the stretch where they didn't look as good, and they've kept bouncing back. Now, the Cowboys are in that position again right now, but they can bounce back this week against the Dolphins. The Eagles are now on a real skid. This is a real problem because you should have been able to go beat Seattle. You should have been able to run the ball. You should have been able to do a lot of things. And even if not, you should be able to get you know enough. Jalen Hurts ran the ball more than he probably should have. I mean, he needed to. 
but at the same part, you you kind of would prefer your offense not just devolve into that. Well, that's what I was. Like, it seems like the Seahawks knew whenever they were doing running running plays to the running back because they were all over it every time. It, yeah. It's almost like they knew when those were coming. So Jalen running was almost a necessity just to change it up. Who's carrying the ball? Yeah, and what I mean, it's also a wet game and wet and cold game, so you're gonna run the ball a bunch, and they kind of focused on that for an extent as well. Uh, but yeah, it, I mean, Hurts ends up with 143 yards uh, and two turnovers. It was a great game. Great game for Jalen Hurts. <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, About par for the course, actually. Not a great game for the for the Eagles. They're going down. We start to look at that playoff picture now, though. Uh, we, I mean, we can talk about the AFC at a different time, but let's go back in the NFC. And because things it, got a lot more interesting yesterday, they got more interesting because it now opens the door for the Cowboys. the The Forty ers are still atop at eleven and three, but that first seed is still available at eleven three and ten and four. They have to lose a game. They, they have to win two, two games, and to, but it's still possible. Okay, there's still hope. There's still a chance. That six point six percent chance you were talking about earlier. Remember? No, no, I think it's less than that. <laughs> it's but less than that. I just uh, Dallas is Dallas is ten and four right now. They do have the tiebreaker on Philadelphia because of division. However. They have one more uh, division game. The uh, Philadelphia Eagles have two. Yes. If they were to win both of those, they would tie on division record, and it would go back to the fifth tiebreaker? So it goes through a, a series of tiebreaker scenarios after that conference record and all that, and it, basically it gets all the way down to the fifth tiebreaker, which is strength of schedule, basically. Yes. They have fancy wording for it, but it's strength of schedule, and as of right now, the Eagles are deemed to have had the stronger schedule. Now, this is all being said with the Cowboys playing a Dolphins team that could could very well upset them next week. And Philadelphia, as bad as they're playing right now, could easily lose a couple more games. They have to play the Giants twice, and the Giants have 12 turnovers in the last four games. They do, and they're playing the Cardinals as well. So and, they're not playing great teams. Yeah. If you want to get right schedule, this is the best end of schedule for the Eagles they could hope for. But you would think the Seahawks would be part of that. You get would, right. But no, because the Seahawks are at least around a playoff team. Is their backup quarterback. I get it, but they're at least around a playoff team. Okay. So are the Giants, technically, in the NFC. I know, but they're not. Wait, <laughs> wait. They're a five and nine team. Yes, Seattle's seven and seven right now. Yeah, but Seattle only had six wins going into last night. I get it, but that's just saying. <laughs> I, I don't. If you look at those two teams, I think they're worlds apart. Well, okay, I know what you're saying. The Eagles are terrible, and I agree. But, <laughs> uh, but we look at that one. Detroit also in that playoff picture with uh, uh, ten wins, ten and four there as well. And then we drop off just considerably all to the five hundred teams. Yeah. Uh, but it is big because this means that Dallas would have to go on the road if they do not get that two seed. It becomes a a more uh, viable option for the Cowboys now. The Eagles do drop one of those last games. You have to play the Giants twice in two weeks. You hope that your boy Tommy DeVito comes out and lines it up. I just need that defense to show up one time. And, and hopefully you get some more turnovers from Jalen Hurts and maybe that turns into something. Uh, but that's, there's hope now for the Dallas Cowboys. That it was they next could to have impossible a, before last night. Yes. Because you were going to need them to lose two to yeah. the Giants or the Cardinals, right? Uh, which we don't see happening. And look, the Cardinals may the Cardinals. Remember, this is a former Eagles coach going against the Cardinals. Ooh, hadn't thought about that. Remember that this is their defensive coordinator from last year, and I'm guessing he's better than Matt Patricia. Maybe uh, the Eagles who made the change. Uh, Sirianni said after the game he doesn't expect any more changes. He doesn't think they're going to do any more. Uh, but that was why not. It worked out so well. They had such a great <laughs> defensive game plan. Drew Locke is just obviously he's a, the, he's elite. He's elite, right? No, he didn't he's, write back. Oh no, that's Gino's thing. Don't do that. <laughs> hey, props to Gino, by the way. Drew talked about Gino in his ear all night, helping him along. Yeah. He even did all of Drew's celebrations with him whenever oh, he was no, scoring. Oh no, no, I get like, they look. They they know, and Gino Smith understands he's the one, and and well, I'm sure. We'll, but yeah, Drew Locke was just happy because he's like, 
Man, I just need to show people that I'm not like I shouldn't be busted out of the league. And Drew can be a volatile personality, right? So something like that on the sidelines, knowing that you've got his blessing, basically. Yeah. That, was, that had to be that was no, really was cool. Good. Yeah. Uh looking over the AOC playoff picture, uh Baltimore looks like they are going to be doing just fine getting out of this uh the rest of this season. They have the 49ers, though, the Dolphins, and the Steelers, so they could hit some road uh, down the stretch. Miami going to play the Cowboys yes, they are. Uh, at the end of theirs, and uh, they will finish up with uh, the Ravens and the Bills also on there, so they have some difficult games. They could come up and get that top seed, or they could drop back down. Uh, Kansas City, we know, has all their issues. They're still at 9-5. and five. Jacksonville has a lot of issues. Trevor Lawrence in uh, concussion protocol. They're at 8-6, and six, tied with Indy and Houston right now, that AFC South Picture is going to be interesting in the next few weeks. The uh, Colts and Texans play again. They play the Colts. The Texans play the te- uh, Titans again, uh, and hopefully they'll be smart enough to not to wear those jerseys again. Yeah, it's I don't be- think they're going into Houston with that. No, I don't think they're going to do that one. They might actually. I don't know. I feel like that might they might get booed a bit. Yeah, maybe, maybe just a little bit. Uh, but so do you still some uh, some time for the Texans to get into this playoff picture? It depends though on C.J. Stroud's health, Will Anderson's health, a lot of guys, uh, Nico Collins. Yeah. There's a lot of guys. If you get healthy, you have a chance to make the playoffs, which will be a huge turnaround from what your last few seasons are. You don't expect much to happen in the playoffs, but making the playoffs is a huge turnaround. And for a team that has some cap space going into the offseason and you haven't really gone after free agents in a while, to say, well, the culture has completely changed. We now have a, a future star quarterback. We are in a playoff hunt now. Yeah. We're, you know, D'Amico Ryans is the dude. Everybody loves him. Maybe you want to come here, and maybe they can bulk this team up in the offseason a little bit more in free agency. It's definitely more enticing than it used to be. I will bring the party down just a notch. Uh, latest report was C.J. Stroud still sensitive to light yep. at this point in the recovery process. That's a little concerning. It is. I mean, and look, you have Case Keenum playing as well, and you know another week of him. It's not the end of the world, but no. yeah, you expect C.J. Stroud... You're you're just hoping to keep staying in this fight yes. for the playoffs because again, I say it's you know you're not trying to win a Super Bowl this year. I mean, you're trying to, but you're not expecting to win a Super Bowl this year. No, you make the playoffs. That was overachieving, and you're looking this off season as a whole different beast now. Yeah, uh, you also have a game against the Browns who are nine and five, and you have their draft pick, so you'd like to win that game as well. But that Browns defense is going to be coming after you, whoever the quarterback is. Number one defense all year. For a reason. So they and they're carrying it without Deshaun Watson. I know. It. Which boy, do you think they're going, man, what we could do with that guaranteed money we gave up for Too Deshaun bad. Watson? Too bad you guaranteed it. Whew. You finally get a quarterback and he's not playing. I bet Deshaun never plays again. I bet he does. I bet he does. <laughs> uh we'll get to that. The Bengals also in that playoff picture right now as well. The legend of Jake Browning grows stronger. Ohio football coming through. Man. If Ryan Day learned how to win a big game. Oh, uh, take a I shot. I knew you were going back to it. <laughs> I knew there was a reason you brought up the word Ohio. <laughs> Just got to take a shot. Just Any, take a anything shot. to do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, we also did mention uh, we didn't. Uh, let me pull this back up. Uh, if we meant we didn't mention, we said that there is another transfer. Evan Stewart, the wide receiver out of A and M, has hit the transfer portal officially. Uh, so another player leaving A&M, another top wide receiver that is available. I don't know if Texas is interested. I don't know if Texas is going to look at him, but uh, another name for Texas A&M, a uh, player, a team that we're playing next year. They Darn. Lose their Dang just, it. Just putting that out there. I hate that out. they're leaving that place over there. I hate <laughs> I it. Hate it. Uh, let's do uh, a couple other pieces. We'll clean up here on the NFL before we get back to the text line and take a quick break. Uh, the Panthers have released Justin Houston. He is at the tail end of his career at this point. He, he was on a losing team. I think they're giving him the he was he'd be willing to play somewhere if he had a shot to win. Yep. 
Uh, but he is, you know, he's not the player he used to be, but could be used in spurts. So if he's, you have a roster spot opening and you say we can bring somebody in and we may need a linebacker and he can still rush the quarterback at points and we can put him in the right packages, then you could have him. I know the I know the Cowboys could really could use, use linebackers. Good linebackers. I don't know if he's going to be the guy you need though, because you'd really like to have linebackers that are going to help out in the run. Uh, and, sort of. He, he's good playoff depth. He's he not going to cost depth. much. He's it, not going to cost not, much. He's good playoff depth, but I don't know if you're going to be able to use him the same way. You have Demarcus Lawrence. You have uh, Michael Parsons. You do have some rushers. You'd like to get someone who can uh, guard the run a little bit better. And just you know, he's probably smart enough to do it and know everything else. But I don't know if that's what he's going to sign up to do. Uh, but it's an interesting piece. The Cowboys, I'm sure, will be calling and just judging. Insane. I would hope so. At least get a number. At least and just get. We'll just see interest. Judge interest. Because right. otherwise he's going to end up on the Eagles like everybody else does. <sighs> Don't do that. <laughs> he Don't do, do doesn't, that. doesn't everybody end up there? Well, it's because the Eagles actually look at – they do the smart thing where they see, okay, we're good, but we can still get better. Yeah. We can still and get we'll better. And find, we'll find the money. We'll right. Work. We, we make the salary cap work. Avoidable uh, Aaron years Rogers, on contracts. Aaron Rodgers also came back today on Pat McAfee's show and started to hint that he is not going to come back this season, as he said. That one hurt. Uh, that – you know, he was hinting more and more that he could possibly come back and the window was open and it needs to be now. And then he said, well, I'm not 100%. I'm not coming back unless I'm 100%. You can't be 100% 14 weeks after Achilles. We all said, we know, Aaron. I know. That one hurt to see him double back because I was pushing for him. I wanted him to do it. And I hate Aaron Rodgers. Can't stand I, him as a Cowboys I, fan, like, but I wanted him to do it. I didn't want him to do it because I've watched that Jets offensive line and they are garbage and I, I wouldn't. You don't want to. Like his, it could end his career. Yeah, but there'd be some sweet sound bites after those games. <laughs> he he play another five snaps and yeah. then be back out on the field. So I, I he does not appear that he's coming back. The Jets are all basically eliminated too. They're not going to be playing. They're not eliminated, but they're not. They said he was playing scout team linebacker at practice. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was. <laughs> you said he was playing defensive tackle. <laughs> scout team linebacker. Scout team linebacker. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> the last story we want to get to, we'll take a quick break, get to the text line. Uh, text line is open, 512-447-3776. Big fat poll of the day, who's going to be the X factor in the Sugar Bowl? Texas, Washington, why? Tell us on the text line. Uh, but I also want to bring this up. Tommy DeVito, if you know, is gaining fame uh, in the who's that? The quarterback for the New York Giants has come in, has done well enough for them that he is starting to uh, gain fame. He is also gaining fame because of his name, because he is very Italian with his uh, his, his Sean Stellato, uh Irish-American Hall of Famer. Italian-American. Uh, Italian, Irish-Italian. Uh, yeah, watch American-Italian, sorry. I'm watch kidding. the way you speak. That's royal. Italian-American yeah. uh, Hall of Famer agent now for, uh, for Tommy DeVito. He uh, apparently, though, they had a deal with the pizzeria. Where they were going to do an appearance, and sometimes these places will, you know, you get an appearance. It's like we'll see Longhorns go do them. Quinn did one here in Austin. Yeah, before there, the there, there's yeah. one. Uh, there's a new Dave and Buster's opening, and I saw that they had a bunch of Longhorns that are going to be at their opening. Oh, did they? So there'll be uh, so, but they, you know, you pay them a few dollars, and they come out, and then you get a bunch of people to come out to see them and get their autograph. Sure. And so this pizzeria was like perfect. We're in Jersey. We're Italian. We're Italian. We're going to get Tommy DeVito. We're going to have a good old time. Bring your agent. It'll yeah, be a great so time. Apparently, the deal was for $10,000. Yep. It's not bad to go sit at a pizzeria and sign some autographs. For a couple hours. When you are not going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL, probably ever. Yeah, and now you're starting for the Giants. So you go take it and you you know be with your people. Get your name and your and get the legend of Tommy DeVito to build. But apparently, what there's happened? been some heavy negotiating. Uh-oh. And they got a phone call. From the Hall of Fame agent now. Oh, doing his job. Doing his he job. He said, 
you know, that was the old rate. There's a new rate. Oh, no. There's a new rate, and if you want it, you got you to pay the new rate. $20,000. No. They have doubled the price <laughs> for on. Tommy DeVito for a team that is still not going to make the playoffs. Oh. He's, not, he's not Kurt Warner coming in. He's not Tom Brady coming in. Well, and they do these kind of appearances for public perception, right? So it's not like they were planning on making $10,000 at that event or whatever. So doubling the price on them. Come on. This this seems like a type of thing where the only reason I can say this seems like a type of thing where he was like, dude, I don't want to go to a pizzeria. And he's like, we'll charge them so much they'll never take it. <laughs> and then they're like, we yeah, had $10,000. He's like, okay. He's like, ah, crap. Okay, uh, we don't want to do it, though, right? Oh, crap. Uh, okay. I, I don't think DeVito was consulted on this. I think Sean Stilato got ahead of himself and went, you know what? 20000 20000 I need my cut. I need my cut. <laughs> uh, so Tommy DeVito, the legend now, is turning negative. Tommy DeVito's getting the ego. No, his agents, he's got a master class. He's going to find a way to make that city hate that pizzeria. For not paying the fee. I don't think so. I think people are going to be against it. We, we could have seen, unless he's going to show up on Jimmy John commercials with Danny DeVito. <laughs> they can't. No way. They can't afford him? <laughs> they can afford Danny, not Tommy? <laughs> yeah, Danny DeVito costs less than Tommy. Terrible. Come on, Tommy. Just show up at the pizzeria. It's a pizzeria. It's But it's such, like your story, the ESPN 30 for 30 about Tommy DeVito. You don't want to see the part where he's not at the pizzeria because it costs too much. And that's going to be the final chapter. It's like, that's where it turned. It's like No, the final chapter is when Micah Parsons decapitates him. <laughs> well, they don't play again this year. Oh, they year. don't play again. Yeah. No, so we'll see if uh, who, who, someone on the Eagles can decapitate him. Yeah, no, unfortunately, Daniel Jones got to feel all of that. That's true. That is true. Yeah. They got to see him. Uh, well, no, maybe he'll play next year. Tommy DeVito? He could be playing next year. Oh. I mean, we, we see a star star rising. Not after they sunk $84 million in Danny Dimes. Well, I mean, he's still going to be a backup, but just <laughs> Daniel Jones is going to keep getting hurt. I don't think so. I don't think they want a celebrity backup QB, and he's turning into one of those. He's turning into, I mean, again, celebrity $20,000, also not exactly the same thing. No, but he's getting way more press than any other backup QB typically does. He does. He is. He is. All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going we're gonna to raise our rates. <laughs> Before, in the break? In the break. Okay, so if they don't, if they don't come up to it, we may not be back. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to come back, get some more of your answers on the text sign uh, for the Big Fat Poll. Anything else you want to talk about? You guys drive the show. We just try to keep it on the rails here. Uh, get into whatever else we're going to get into here in uh, the last uh, one of the last segments here in the 5 o'clock hour. Here on the Sports Complex in the Horn 1019 and 60 the Horn app at hornfm.com. Patrick Davis and the Sports Complex. Weekday afternoons, only on the horn. Bye. Bye. They say it ain't gonna be no Christmas this year. So what you gonna do? Hit it, friend. Funky Christmas. Back to the sports complex here on the horn, playing some uh, not standard Christmas songs. 
This is uh, Snoop Dogg and his friends doing Funky Christmas. Doing some Funky Christmas. Man. Oh, yeah, my mic's on. All right, you're cool. On, you're yeah, 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 I had to double check. <laughs> no, yeah, I thought I recognized Snoop's voice. I like this. I like yeah. Funky Christmas. A little Funky Christmas for everybody, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I believe the N is crossed out on the uh, album cover, though. So maybe maybe it means something else. I don't, I don't know, but I believe the N is crossed out. Do what? The N is crossed out on the album cover. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I'm not going to dive into that. I'm not going to dive into that. I'm not going to pretend to know. No, I'm not going to dive into what it, the N and Funky, if you took that out. What it, I don't know. Uh, what is that? Uh, <laughs> hang on. Can you spell it out for me? That way no, I get a better no picture. No, I can't. Okay. Well, I just need to know what that word looks like without the end. I, you know, I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> okay. We can move on. I'm not going to uh, get you. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> Text me open 512-447-3776. Uh, asking who the X Factor is going to be for Texas. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Uh, Average Joe also says, uh, uh, I think Mitchell will have two TDs. Because Worthy is double teamed. I think Mitchell could have a big game in this uh, for sure. I will say, those games I looked up, the Alabama game and the Oklahoma State game, AD was right behind JT. So he likes featuring both of them when he has he time does. to prepare. Oh, he does. He yeah. likes, and, and Mitchell's the one. It's, if you're going to try and double team on one side of the field, we're going to throw it to the other side of the field as much as we can oh, yeah. it, to make you get off, and then we'll throw it back to Xavier Worthy. We'll train your eyes to look the other way. Exactly. Exactly. And we're just, we, we get it. We haven't, you know, it's that thing we talked about when Texas was getting uh, Isaiah Naor last year. And what was going to be so good was, you know, you just you can't only have one real deep threat target and one guy that everybody's going to keep looking at. They this year have Adonai Mitchell, and they've been able to use him as much as they can. Oh, yeah. Uh, that big, big difference. Uh, shout out to my man, uh, Chan, trying to seeing that Jacob's trying to put me on the spot. I am. I'm always trying to put Patrick <laughs> on the spot. Y'all should be uh, used to it. <laughs> this texture says, uh, Jalen Ford, pick six. I like that one. Uh, Mike in Omaha says Anthony Hill and the Texas running backs catching the ball out of the backfield. I like that one too. That's a good one. Anthony Hill out of the backfield. No, Anthony Hill and new. the running backs catching the back the ball I'm out of the backfield. Excited to see that. Anthony Hill's going to be stopping the other team from catching the ball out of the backfield. <laughs> I'm sure he does. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure Anthony Hill could carry the ball just fine. I don't know if he protects it enough. I don't <laughs> okay. know if he protects yeah, it yeah, enough. Yeah, fair. Uh, Texter says. That play where he had to spend the timeout uh, may have actually won him the game. They ended up kicking a field goal instead of going for it on fourth, and they won by three. Uh, I believe this is talking the end where they uh, where they were going to go for it on fourth down, and then they didn't. I don't think they were ever really going to go for it. I think no. they were doing the same thing they did before, which they were trying to get the false start. Which they got it. They got it. They had a man jump across. They, they just did. didn't snap they the didn't ball. Snap and, and I don't I, understand I, in that situation. I don't know if, but I also don't know if he did jump. Like oh. I think that was a risky call because I don't know if he actually got across the line. He jumped, but he didn't get across. Oh, his hands came across. I'm talking about it might be a different play than his hands I, I know definitely crossed. I know that the guy went, but it was it was close. I just don't understand how you send your center out there with any other mindset besides ignore Drew Locke, ignore the quarterback, yeah, yeah. and just watch for movement. If someone goes, snap the ball. Uh, Texture says, uh, cry, Eagles cry. I love that. That's a win for Jacob there. That is wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> Favorite Texture. How do uh, I? What about this one? No one wants to push Jalen's tush. No, they don't. No, Jalen Squirts is having a tough time recently <laughs> controlling his belly aches. I you don't know, know. You know what? Oh, you know what? Maybe it's the push. Maybe it's the push? push is forcing the issue. I think it's just that he's, he's running the ball so effectively that... <laughs> That you know he gets knocked down and then you know the field is dirty. Oh, you think it's the field? I think his field is just dirty. Yeah. I, don't, I think he has poopy pants. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he's a Paul Pierce <laughs> or a DK Metcalf. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Keep your eyes out for those on the Look, internet. Some, some people no plays off. You know what? And I get it. And some people don't go to the lengths that I do to embarrass Eagles players. But this is what I'm here <laughs> for. Uh, 
We also get uh, with Dallas sucking it up and the Eagles sucking it up. Do you think San Francisco takes the one seed? I think they have the one seed right now. I think that's been locked up for weeks. Yeah, have y'all seen San Francisco play football yeah, lately? They're, they're playing really, really well. <laughs> the, the question is, how many awards do they win when they do it? And, <laughs> and do they just walk through the Super Bowl as well? That's right. When people talk about MVP, they mention three players on that team. Yes, that is a problem. And then and then and they're like, by the way, they have two other really good players. <laughs> oh yeah, and a defense. Yeah, okay. and a defense. <laughs> Uh, random texture number 69. Uh, so Penix not winning the Heisman doesn't worry anyone a little as far as extra motivation for Washington. VY didn't win it, took the game over in the championship. Colt didn't win it, but Alabama wasn't taking any chance and knocked him out of the game. I don't think they were intentionally knocking him out, but that's a good point, though. I hadn't considered not that. Not suggesting one yet. we go all Saints bounty gate, but it seems like Alabama kind of worked better for them. Uh, never try and take out another player. No. Try and make him regret it, try and hurt it, but you don't play cheap and you don't try and hurt players. You try and make, you try and, make them feel pain and you don't wish that because that kind of thing comes full circle yeah exactly. you don't want that so i get it but look the reality is michael Pinnock's not winning it he wasn't the front runner he never was the front runner bo nix was the front runner and then he beat bo nix and they still didn't want to give it to him and then Jaden daniels took off in a landslide on yeah the odds. Ba- basically mike Pinnock jr was never going to win the heisman because there are enough people enough writers do not think that he's as good as he says he is well the the secret catalyst to that offense is dylan johnson like we were talking about dylan johnson is biggest... biggest... and then they have they also have three pro ready wide receivers two at least two pro ready wide receivers right. which takes away as well i'm not ready to say three i will say two though but, but it's like it's like cj stroud when he played that he cj stroud was vastly undervalued because he had Marvin Harrison Jr. and Jackson Smith and Jigba. No doubt. said, well, anybody could throw the ball for that, and you, you're taken away from a little bit. So I think there is some to it, but I don't know if it's enough. He's definitely not a Vince Young. No, I just... Because Vince Young could win the game by himself. Michael Penix Jr. can't win the game by himself. Their biggest point totals, Dylan Johnson had 20-plus carries. Yeah, so I, mean, I, I get it. I, I do like the point, though. I do like the point. It is a solid point. We talk about all of our... Uh, you know, locker room material, bulletin board material, everything. You I need. do like that point because we have not mentioned that. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not as worried about it, and I definitely don't want to hurt anybody. I don't think we need to. I don't I really wish don't think for it. I'm yeah. telling you, that comes full circle. Yeah, Get exactly. That out of your head. Yeah. Uh, we also again that says, uh, uh, "F that diva, forget about it." I think like he's it. not not a fan there. Like it. Uh, I think you mean Jersey Mike's with Danny DeVito. I probably did. I may have misspoke. Uh, What'd you say? I have no idea. You Could said, not tell you. Look, I honestly don't remember what the first hour of the show was about. <laughs> I don't know if you know this about me. My memory's not great. This was from 530. <laughs> this, <laughs> I know. I have no idea what I said. Not a clue, <laughs> okay. man. Once it comes out, it's in the ether. Fair. I have no idea. I've done that a bunch of times. Luckily, no, we're not recording this, right? No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> last, time, uh, last time Aaron Rodgers talked about the Longhorns, Cal got smacked by Texas Tech. Uh, the, tech the Longhorns did just fine that year. Guess who talked smack about the Longhorns and beat Cal in a bowl game? Who was it? I don't. I'm, I'm getting, Aaron Rodgers. I know was was very upset. Aaron Rodgers did not like Texas because Mac Brown was actively campaigning but against Aaron him didn't in the Cal in a bowl game. No, Aaron played for Cal. Right. I, I don't know. Huh. I, I mean, that's a good trivia. I, I, have to, I have to look back on that. But again, I just have my memory, so I cannot pull that out of my head right now. I don't got it. Uh, Freak Nice says, uh, "I love the show, Patrick. Uh, thank you." I think Jay Wood is going to be the guy Washington leaves open, and he is due for a big day. I'm glad we got a Jay Wood in there. I knew what someone had to go give me my Jay Wood fix. Hey, towards the end of the year, Sark was using him as a deep threat when he needed it. He was. He starts using it more and more because it's like, well, they're just going to keep leaving well, him open. They just run him underneath all game, and then like three or four plays, he yeah. sends him on a seam route, screaming up through the middle of the defense. Uh, Sark will do everything he can to make him uh, get off. Uh, huh? 
I, I don't know. It's a Nate thing, so I don't know if that's a Nate joke. I'm not sure. Again, I don't remember what I said five minutes ago, was, so I'm not certainly sure. Certainly it wasn't that, right? <laughs> it wasn't that. Goodness. <laughs> Look, he wants to get off the line of scrimmage. Is this bowl game also going to be a pay-per-view? No, Nate wants to get it. Look, I said that, you know, you want JTC to get off the JT to Sanders to get off the line of scrimmage quick against a linebacker. Oh, get off the line of scrimmage. Yeah, get off the line of scrimmage. Ah, Nate's okay. not saying anything dirty. Nate would never say anything dirty on the text line. <laughs> He's a clean, good kid, that Nate. Uh, <laughs> He's a sweet boy. He's a sweet boy. Uh, X Factor and RNs, the linebackers to limit Michael Penix Jr.'s effectiveness as a passer. I'm with you, Chan. I think the linebackers do need to have a big game. Uh, cleaning up that middle, too, giving your DBs a little bit of help uh, when they play a little bit of soft coverage and step back a little bit to have a linebacker in those places to not allow it just be a big open field uh, where Michael Penix Jr. can just eat all day long. Got to talk to each other, too. Can't have the Oklahoma situation where they're not speaking big. to each other. And, and yeah. that's one of the things. Catalan was a really good communicator. He will right. not be there because he went in the transport. So you, other guys are going to have to step up, but that's we talked about Michael Taff. He's a good communicator. That's why he's on the field. 100%. Uh, and so if you've, you've got a month, and I'm sure he's going to be drilled down in practice, that if you stand outside a DKR and you, you may or stand outside the bubble, you may hear some yelling. Because they're yeah. going to be like, yell this as loud hey, as you can. Over-communicate Over every coverage. Every coverage. Every Keep single it going. one. Yeah. Uh, does Texas have a better pair of wideouts or Washington? I think most people would tell you it's Washington uh, for overall. Yeah. Xavier Worthy may be the top guy uh, in some people's pools, but I think if you were to ask, they would say the wide receiver room for Washington right now. I think you're right. I think it goes X, the two at Washington, and then AD. But this is, also, this is also one of those things of you know conference differences yeah, where they're sure. playing in the Pac-12, which – you know, maybe they be make a little bit more room, a little, little less, little Hot less physical. Those defenses. So, I, look, I, I'm just saying, if you ask most people across the country, I figure they would say Washington, uh, but that doesn't mean anything against Texas either. It's nah. it, the fact that you have to ask a question against probably the best wide, one of the best wide receiver rooms in the country, uh, should tell you that Texas is not far off. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nate said, just using your wording again. I, if I remember what I said, I'll have to go back and listen. Oh to man, Nate. Nate trying to come after me. Look at that. I'm sure I said get off the line of scrimmage. I don't, he specifically stopped it at get off, though. I'm, I'm aware, but that's he probably just he was probably typing, and then he wanted to text and drive. Oh, Nate's the, a good kid. You know he what? The voice to text cut yeah, off. Yeah, that's what it was. Because he would never text and drive. It's voice to text. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, okay. Uh, Penix won't be playing the Heisman winner, so the motivation is the same. I agree with that, too. He is not playing against a guy who beat him. Uh, you know it is. No one in a big bowl game because LSU lost three games this year. But it is still something that you want to prove. He still does want to prove that he's going to – that, you know, I think he has something to prove that he wants to be better than Quinn Ewers in the draft. I think he wants to show that he's seen mock drafts where he's a, he's behind Quinn Ewers in them. But that's a good point. It is not the direct comparison like it, no, it, like it was for no, Gundy no. and Sark and like it is for oh, no, no, DeBoer no. and Sark now. Uh, Chan says, because Jay Wood has been focused this past few weeks, Washington will defend him. I, but they can't defend him all, Chan. That's the, that's they, the reality. They can't afford to give resources to Jay Witt. They because can't. if you put if you put double coverage on Jay Witt and double coverage on Adonai Mitchell and double coverage on JT Sanders and double coverage on Xavier Worthy, one person, and you you have one person on the line, no one I to cover like, the running back. I feel like CJ Baxter is going to have a good I game. Feel like he's going to have a day. <laughs> uh, so that's that's what we talked about from day one of this Texas team is having the the overwealth of resources and targets and weapons that you have to pick and choose, and that's where Jay Witt comes in. Is He is a weapon that's so far down on so many people's lists. Yet he would still be one of the top three in the nation, maybe? Yeah, he'd, I mean, still, he'd still go up there. And it, everybody would wish he didn't be out of on team. Yeah. It's more of the question of does Sark use him to scheme up other people open, or does he look at it and say, well, they're just leaving him. 
So let's go to him, and I think Sark's done that better this year, especially at the end of the year. All right, let's take a break real quick. We're going to come back, wrap up the show here on the Sports Complex and the Horn 1019 AM 1260, the Horn app and hornfm.com. The Sports Complex with Patrick Davis on the Horn. Last call. So either hook up now or go home and take care of yourselves. To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Bring a pitcher of beer every seven minutes till somebody passes out. And then bring one every ten minutes. I'm very drunk, and I intend getting still drunker before the evening's over. All right, back to wrap things up here on the sports complex. Uh, we will uh, let me get my, my my sounders right. If we can hit that, and we hit that, and we're good to go. Okay. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. <laughs> just right into it. Just right into it. We're you know we're I'm not great with time or memory. About? We're always right on it. But I'm dead on my sports takes. Everybody, we are crisp. We, we appreciate everybody uh, tuning in and hanging out with us uh, this week. We're here all week. Uh, getting you ready uh, for the uh, for the Sugar Bowl, getting you ready for some more NFL action, keeping it going all week long as we get closer and closer to the holidays and to Christmas, and I hope everybody's going to have a good, uh, safe holiday season. But uh, we'll be back tomorrow at 4 o'clock to talk more about it, and of course, we love to have you guys with us on the text line, uh, keeping the party going with us. We always love to have you on us. Uh, until then, uh, be kind, be safe, keep your underwear clean, and we'll see you right back here tomorrow, 4 p.m., for more of the Sports Complex.